It's time for the Team Bear Sports Podcast. Okay, we're back with Team Bear Sports Podcast, Kevin, Jackson, and Tim. And would you believe it? I, uh, Tim, I think all of your Christmas wishes from last week and our rankings came true. If you guys got- all listen to it, I was right, baby. Santa, as Kevin said, he, he even texted to us, t- texted me, Timothy, you must have been a good boy this year. Man, oh man, did I get that karma. You got so two out of three, so- right? No, I think we all got all three. three. So they got the, well, first of all, the Bears won. They beat the Bears. Seattle Seahawks 25-24. Right. Then the receivers getting new gloves so they can catch. Not very many drop balls. And the third one, I need a refresher. What was the third one, too? Uh, the third one, no visors. Nagy was wearing a uh, mm. snow cap. So let's go. I mean, that's what got us. And then, two, we can elaborate more on it. I mean, obviously, there was things that we're going to talk about in this game. But that Demir Bird catch, probably one of the best catches we've seen in our lives. As a Bears? Oh, absolutely. 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 <laughs> so, Especially coming from uh, him, who just looked like complete just booty cheeks last last week. <laughs> so those new gloves, they got delivered right. a little early this year. I missed, I missed the ending. So, yeah, I, I left the bar with about four minutes left. Yep. Um, yeah. It was, our new thing, uh, uh, listeners, is going to be if you see Jackson watching a Bears game in the fourth quarter, you you have to tackle him. You have to say, no, you're not going to watch this. Just throw, because, throw sand in his eye, cover yeah. up like the back. A, a meaningless game. A meaningless game. <laughs> yeah. With Nick Foles starting. It could be preseason. Oh, but we won that meaningless, meaningless yeah. game, damn it. Hey, they, they eliminated, they eliminated uh, Seattle on Sunday. So Man, we're just we're going out. We're taking you out too. So just real quick, just speaking of gloves, I know you got you guys played high school football. I played one year. Did you have? A, were you a certain brand of gloves guy? Never wore gloves. I didn't wear gloves. That, that makes sense. You, you seem I, like someone who wouldn't wear gloves. I just I I don't think gloves were like at like at your dicks or at your you know uh under armor stores or whatever i don't think they were at that level of the guys that they're wearing now when i was in oh, high school. oh yeah when they first started it was no just, like the, the gloves that we had to order them from like east bay yeah, or something like the that gloves that yeah. we got like there was no like tacky gloves like this so like i never wore gloves either but it was but yeah. i don't think me not wearing gloves as like a db or something like that like I, it, it wasn't because like oh I'm too good for them. Literally, the gloves that were were around like they weren't They're like batting gloves. Yeah, they were not. They were not this tack that. And, <laughs> and I'm I am not. I am not. It taking, is like stick them. It's yeah. like stick them. I am not taking away from any of the people that play nowadays. But thank God Santa gave us some good gloves because it, it looked like it on Sunday. Or uh, I yeah. I just remember the gloves that I had for my one year of high school football, they were like, I didn't take care of any of my equipment because I was not that uh, into playing, playing high school football. I just did it because my friends were doing it. And like, I left them out outside or something and they were just so like crunchy and crusty and I had still put them on and they got, they actually probably were worse for my grip afterwards. Cause every time it's like, that sounds like you had like yard gloves that you do. So like pull weeds oh, and they, stuff. They like, were like Nike, they were like Nike gloves, cold. but they were probably just like winter, like, or 
driving gloves that they just rebranded and said right. football gloves. But yeah, they did not have the tackiness. All right. Bears win. They they beat the Seahawks 25-24. Uh, drive down the field to win. Nick Foles, our third string quarterback, who's probably the highest paid third string quarterback in all of all time in the NFL history. Uh, his stat line, not so bad. 24 for 35, 250 yards, one touchdown, uh, a 44.4 QBR. What did you guys think of Nick Foles coming out there in his performance against the Seattle Seahawks? Uh, I mean, <laughs> besides the last drive, I mean, they weren't really doing much. I mean, they were running the ball well, I thought. Um, I, I forgot how slow he is. And unathletic. I, a oh couple players, God, you just like scratch a, your head like, what are you doing? Like a, wow. Uh, did, did, did Cole Komet listen to our last podcast? Because what oh, a game. He had, what, eight catches or something like that? And and that was a great catch that he had out of bounds in that end zone. He was – I mean, everybody, everybody was, was getting contested catches. And the one thing that you worry, you worry about or you think about is just like, okay, I understand rookie, you know, might not be putting the ball in areas or whatever, but – why is everyone getting these 50-50 balls when Nick Foles is playing and not when Justin Fields is playing when we need them? You know, like, I just don't get it. Could, it. it could be I maybe mean, he throws Foles... a bad ball. They did play, the Seahawks are, I think, the worst pass defense team in the entire league. They've gotten so better the past but... month, they said. yeah. And I've seen that, but look at some of these balls that were thrown and look at the defensive hands that are on it, whether it's the worst defensive hand in the NFL that's still an NFL player's hand on the ball, and there's contested catches by Cole Komet, by Jimmy Graham, by Demir Bird, who couldn't even catch the ball two weeks ago, um, by Marquise Goodwin, who comes back out of nowhere, didn't even know he's playing in this game. I, I like to see that. I like to see the contested catches. That's what I was. I mean, we could talk about the run game. We could talk about anything, but. Contested catches, can we please get number one to get some of these? Because that would be great. Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of it's just confidence with Foles. I mean, obviously, him winning a Super Bowl, being a Super Bowl MVP, being in the league now for 10-plus years, like, you know, it's like I heard the quote, like, he's just a professional quarterback. Right? Well, and he's had two years with the, the, a lot of these guys, so he's built up right. a rapport. And like, Jackson, yeah, I think, did you see the uh, Tevin Jenkins injury? Because I didn't see it. I, I missed it probably. So I missed the first like three minutes of the game and the last four minutes of the game. Okay. Um, so, yeah. What, I what's your, what thoughts boys on Tevin Jenkins coming in shoulder injury? Do you, do you are you feeling like me? I kind of almost kind of want, if he's getting injured like this, I kind of want to shut, shut, shut him down. down. I want him week one. Cause I think yeah, it's going to, it's going to make my other point when we get later in the show. Um, but I think with with Foles, like he's gonna be playing for something. You you, you gotta think he he might finish. I think he should finish the rest of the season just because like, you know, Dalton. I don't think he's been cleared yet. Folds is or Fields. I'm sorry is you know banged up and not worth you know him breaking a leg or more ribs or whatever this late yeah, in the I think season. Foles got sacked four times, so they're still getting to the quarterback and. Yeah, like I'd rather have Foles be the sacrificial lamb than Justin Fields. Like yeah. we you said that. Play? You want so you might as well. Here, here's 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 what I'm. Here's I, I don't because I don't say, want, Let's say we have Fields at ninety percent. Let's say we have Fields at ninety percent next week. 
I I, I want to Giants, see, I would like to see Fields game. get a win. Like yeah, that's the only thing. And like the Giants, I think the Bears should win. And I think right now they're six and a half point favorites. Last time I saw. Um, I, I like, get him out there. You have a whole season to get right. Like I, he needs experience, man. Oh, he does. He does. And I mean, he's gotten a lot. That's the problem. But like, I, I, I think I think if he is to answer your question, like if he's ninety percent, I think if. He's 90%. They'll play him, especially if it's at Soldier Field. I think if we had two away games, they might just be like, nah. I just just from like a media perspective and like giving the fans what they want to see. Um, but I think if he is ready, he'll play against the Giants. But if they were away, then maybe it's. Uh, I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to play. I hope he does because I like to see him beat the Giants, and I think that it could be like what Tim said, like a good like jumping off point for him. Um, I I don't think they're going to play him. I really hope he's going to play one of the two games that we have left. Two of the two games we have left, that would be awesome. But at least one, please. Like, uh, I, was just, I mean, you got nothing else to lose. Like, yeah. with that win on Saturday, you also, like, the other key thing is, like, you're not allowing the Giants to get a top five pick with your pick either. So that was the nice thing about them beating Seattle. It's like the Giants aren't going to get two top five picks because of it. Well, yeah. no, the the, the giant the, the Jets have the uh, Seattle pick, yeah, but the Giants have our pick too. Yeah, no, the Jets have the Seattle pick. We have we're tied to the Giants. It's two New York teams. Right, I I, I get that. <laughs> what are you saying? What am I not saying? Because we traded for Justin Fields. The Giants, the Giants have their first have round pick, pick and our first yes. round pick. Yes. Right. Yes. So yes. with the Bears win on Sunday. Oh, they I thought get, he was saying like you know whatever. I, I texted no, my no, I texted Bears, my buddy Colin, who's a uh, Jets fan. I was like, hey, you're welcome for the better pick. After yes, after right I, because I like if that. the Bears would have lost, they probably would have been like a top five pick or below, and the Giants would have had got it two two top five. Hey, top hey five. Chicago fans, if you're listening to us, at least we're not in New York. All right, that's that's true. <laughs> Oh, thank God, and thank God. I admit, Zach Wilson made a hell of a and, and, and anybody who's talking about, like, why the fuck are the Bears winning or any of this, like, I looked at the standings and I saw four wins on the on the board. And I was like, we're, like, don't get me wrong. And I, Colin, if you're listening, I, 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 I'm I sorry. We're not as bad as the Jets. So, like, I don't want four wins. I don't or want. Jack, or the Jets. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want the same amount of wins as some of these teams. I would like to win out because it doesn't matter. And you know, like, we have a second round pick anyway, so like it doesn't matter. And but, the first round pick doesn't matter too, because the, apparently the quarterbacks coming out in this draft are just awful. not. They're not yeah, good. Not as, I think the only guy who's going to do well is the Pittsburgh guy. When the Giants know. are going to keep uh, Daniel Jones and Gettleman, uh, yeah. No, it's a bad class. Right. I, yeah. I was just thinking that. Do you th- do you think that Foles or the receivers had a better time catching Foles balls on mm-hmm. Sunday? Because you think that they're a little bit like tight ass when Justin Fields throws in the ball because like they need to catch it to make Fields look good and it's like more pressure on them. No, I need you to explain to our listeners. I think I know what you mean by it, but tight ass. Like, you know, just like piss down your leg, like too nervous to make a play because... I like that. Fields. I like that your first thing, uh, your first thing, explain tight ass was pissed on your leg. Uh, I'm sorry. Those are both. Uh, <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. I've heard things nervous. like you know where you're so like uptight, you fart out a diamond type of thing. 
and I, I know Jackson's going to agree with this. Um, hits your hands, catch the ball. That's the oh, problem. Yeah. That's catch the problem that our receivers, tight ends, whoever the hell you want to call them, have had. Catch the ball, whether it's your rookie, whether it's your veteran. It hits your hands, catch the ball, and we've had the yips. Like, what, since the like, Detroit how many game? Times, like, how many times have we said on this show, like, our receivers or skill players in general are just not that good? And it, like, it sucks just not because good. you see Cole Komet and that guy's a brick shit house, and you just want him to be a brick shit house. And he was – what, what was his final stat line? Does anyone have it? Uh, I think it was like six catches for like. And, and, you know, the crazy thing is, I was on the phone call with my dad, and I didn't even realize this. You want to know how? Okay, here's how bad, like our passing game has been. We were criticizing this man last week, right? He's our second leading receiver. He's, yeah, and he's got like. Only they said that on the broadcast, players. Kevin, and my jaw almost hit you're the like, floor. You're like, oh, he's got to be four or five. So maybe. <laughs> All three, right. Three, he had, like, really, we're criticizing yeah. a man who's. Like, this guy's our piece. <laughs> All right. We have to throw it to him. He's our number two. <laughs> he. He had. His total uh, yards were like catches. five. Do you, do you have targets, though, Jackson? Yeah, so he had five targets, four catches, forty-nine yards for twelve point three yards on average. His longest. I, I'll take that. I'll take that any day. His with longest a, with a tutty, though. I, I want a tutty. Next his year. longest was sixteen yards. He has not had a touchdown all year. I but but it's going to Jimmy Graham. You know, I mean, like I get that, and and I just I, I can see it, and that's probably the worst thing. I about like Jesper him. Jesper Hortstead stats. He has two receptions for two touchdowns. Wow, 100% touchdown rate. <laughs> Man, I got to just put him in the game and you're getting six points. All right, I, I, here's, here's, a, here's a thought that all His of us... His stats are yeah. ridiculous. Get this. this is, I'm sorry, I'm on the stats. I'm just on our stats. He's been targeted three times, two receptions, 21 yards for two touchdowns. His longest was for 19 yards. So our number three and number four, uh, our number three... Tight end has a hundred percent touchdown rate, and our number four has what a sixty-seven touchdown rate, and our number one tight end has zero touchdown. Well, here's rate. so here's fucking uh, Jesse. Is Cole Komet number one at this point? Here's Jesse James' stats. Be. Here's Jesse James. Yeah, it's not even close. He's got like forty-two catches. Uh, Jesse James has six receptions off of seven targets for fifty-nine yards and one touchdown. He also has every tight end has a touchdown except for oh, my God. his okay. his his longest play was for 19 yards. So both him and Jesper Hort said longest yards are for 19. Jimmy Graham stats. Uh, regular season, Jimmy Graham has only 12 receptions off of 12 targets. He does have three touchdowns. Wow. I'm going to bring this up, and I know Cole this is Komet, good. Okay, Cole Komet has 53 receptions right now this year. Go ahead, Tim. I'm going to bring this up, and I know this is kind of bringing a little bit of a de- defense talk. Um, this wasn't that bad of a coached game for the most part, uh, but I don't understand why our boy, uh, Larry Brahms, not in the game. Um, don't understand why Thomas Graham's not in the game. Can Larry we talk about, Yeah, can we can we talk about? Yeah, let's talk about Larry first. Like, like, no, let, let, let's just talk about both of these guys. I, we, I think. So we, I have can, a conspiracy. I have a conspiracy. 
but hold on, hold on. Before you say it, let's preface this because we we mentioned this last week, Kev. I think, and I might be quoting you, and you, and I would love to hear if I quoted you wrong. I think you said something along 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 the lines of our coaching staff would be idiots, and I and I'm being nice here if these two guys were the guys that are emerging players in our franchise weren't starting in this game. I mean, I, I don't know. I believe I mean, that sounds familiar. I think you said something. I, I, think, yeah, I think you said, said something, something along those lines. <laughs> you, said so, you said something that was even worse for Thomas Graham, not, not starting. But go ahead, Jackson, with that preface, tell me why the hell he's not starting. Well, I think – if you ever noticed on Twitter when the Bears released their starter or the, I'm sorry, their captains like on Thursday or Friday, they like always reward that player for playing more. And Effetti was named a captain this week. He's garbage. I, I don't know why. I, I, He's, I and We know why, because they named all of the former Seattle players that we have on our roster. Which is dumb. I hate captains. that. I hate um, that so much. Bruce Irvin was you, on the team. Thank for like you, two Jackson. Weeks. Thank you, Jackson. Why are we na- why are we naming guys captains that are uh, from team from a team that said, "Hey, you're not good enough. Let's release you." It's not even that. It's not even that. That doesn't bother me. It's like this isn't like youth sports where you have like a new. We actually come to think about it. When I played pee wee football all the way through middle school and high school, your captains were your captains. Yeah, like, I, you did, I don't, do you guys you did, like rotational like, captains? We never did rotational I, captains. I want 58 to be a captain for the rest of his tenure here. Um, 32. It should be 58, 32, and 1. Done. That I, I, I don't I, I don't really I, – I don't have an argument against what he just said. That's just kind of it. I mean, or it, and then maybe Santos as well. You're you're, you're yeah, going to listen done. to you're going to listen to David Montgomery's post game speech after this game and going to say this guy's how many times has he been captain Jackson? Has it has it ever been once? I, I would assume yes he has, but I'm not going to go through my phone. But uh, but I'm just saying the amount of times he's been captain will agree that it's been too much. It's been too little. Yes. Well, and the fu- and the funny thing too is that Jermaine Effetti, not only I, the Seattle Seahawk po- portion of it, but he also like got in Tevin Jenkins' face and saying, "Why are you defending your quarterback for getting that penalty?" Um, was that last week, I believe, against the Vikings? That was yeah. last week, and we all we all slammed yeah. it. Yeah, Jermaine Effetti. If you caught the like play after when they throw the flag, like you could see Effetti up in Tevin Jenkins' facing, like, "What are you doing? That cost whatever." Like. That's not that's not captain behavior. Like I get it that like he's trying to get his save his team fifteen yards, but like as a lineman, don't you wanna aren't you more of a leader yeah, you as a want lineman to get, defending your quarterback, yeah. not yell okay. blaming other people? I'll ask this to you, Jackson, who's the, the collegiate athlete on this podcast, and let's uh, let's say take your take your athleticism and fast forward it four years. You're 22, 23, 24, 25 years old. Do you care? Like and this was this is not supposed to be derogative. Do you care who the captain is? Um, like because, and I'll preface this: it, it seems like the Chicago Bears organization by picking these three don't care. So, do you care as a lowly you know, member my, of an organization? Do you care who a captain is or not? Right. You know, for my sophomore year on my wrestling team, like I was one of our captains, and like, you know, I think it's just. 
I think there are different. Put, I, but then let me phrase that. Do I, I do. Think, do. I do. Do you, do, think, do you think that matters. your work ethic as as a captain on on your wrestling team? Do you think it mattered to the rest of your teammates? Yeah, because I think I was respected and liked. Like okay. I, I think so there's different types. You're telling of me captains. you're telling me that grown men actually still give a shit about this position. Yeah. Okay. So why the hell would you pick three guys that no one gives a shit about? Or who probably not gonna be on the team next year. If, if you're going to do that, just keep like one, keep like Roquan in there as like an all time captain or something. Just so like, yeah. it seems like, like it, he's the gold C type of thing. Do yeah. you think that, do, at any time, Jackson, do you think that when you were the captain, do you I think was it, one of the captains? Okay. Like okay. Do you think that any time that there was anyone on the organization that, that went, that thought to themselves, wow, Jackson's working really hard in practice. I might, I, I, I might need to lead by his example. Yeah, and I, and I think there's, like, I always feel like there's, like, different types of captains, right? Like, there's the vocal leader, the lead by example. leader, like, there's the vocal leader who, you know, says what needs to be said at times. And, like, yeah, is he is he or she, like, a cheerleader at times? Yes, 100%. And those people can get, like, like a Ray Lewis, like, when they speak, you listen to. But at times, like, I feel like those type of people can be exhausting. And that's just not my leadership like okay. things and, and my bad to interrupt you do you ever feel like w- when you were given the c do you think it was given to you on some bullshit celebratory shit like this or do you think it no was no like, i think it was earned and like you're, pl- and, you're and, playing and, a college that you're and, 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 and follow up yeah i mean i i think it was just like you know work ethic you know in the off season work ethic like in the classroom like reaching out to like our freshman wrestlers to like, Hey, this is like the adjustment you're going to have to do. Like showing up to practice every day. Like if you're hurt, get your treatment done, like finish your workouts. Like I, I like, I'm the type of guy who's just like, it's not a big deal. Um, like let's like, I'm not going to like fret about like a tough practice or like if something's unjust or not unjust, like try to calm people down and like, trying to like work through a solution. Like I'm not the type of guy who's just going to like, you know, pound their chest and be like, we all need to get fired up. Right. It's like, no, like be rational, be smart about things. Like there's a bigger picture than just this. Because this is going to, this is going to go into that. Do you think that any single person on your team, preferably younger than you, because you got selected captain and since it was not based on that celebratory status, do you think that, anyone at least for that week or the week after followed your footsteps a little bit because of that probably i hope so i mean maybe not all the way but like you know yeah like yeah because i mean i i've lived over so many jacksons in the world if that was the case oh man yeah i so yeah i think it's just weird because like college sports and like particularly wrestling like there's a stereotype of like illinois wrestlers like they always fall off and everything like which is it's like a weird i've actually seen articles written about this like illinois wrestlers always like party too much and they always like fall off the face of the earth so it's like it's hard to judge but like you hope i mean like you just i think just being a good captain is just like way to to beat the system jackson yeah yeah you are just going nothing are we i I think like if what i looked for from leaders like when i was a freshman was just like people who reached out to me, like people who like, you know, made sure like I was valued as, as like a team, like with the team and like, you know, even like drilling with like, even like 
some of the better wrestlers. Like they made like if you needed a partner, like they grab you and be like, let's go. Let's like, let's get better today. Or like if you're running your laps, like, you know, they're on your ass to push you to get better. Or like they're standing by your corner, win or lose when you like win a match. And like, that's what I would look for. And like person who's just like, not like a big, like macho man, like asshole, you know, like someone you can just like shoot the shit with, like, like in class. Does, or, it, does it seem like a Fetty's kind of like that guy after pushing Jenkins and, sh- and, and, and like that? I, I don't, I and like to play devil's advocate, maybe like a Fetty didn't see the entire play. Maybe he realizes like, hey, we're in a close game, we can't be giving up yards, you know, on stupid penalties. But but I do think there needs to be a time like we talked about last week where. You know, you see it in hockey, you see it in basketball. Like you do have those enforcers. Like if you touch one of our guys, should know, should he be on the field over Larry? No, absolutely yeah. not. Especially when he's going to be most likely gone next year, and Larry Larry Borum has not only proven what that is, he is, is how many successful. how many how many more years do we have, Larry? Three, three more years. Yeah, and he's been playing lights out. Am I wrong? He's been it's, solid. I think he's it, been one of the highest graded players that we have and that's so, push on that run play can we can we officially play. say that we're a team Bay sports podcast is pro pro larry i think we're borum. very pro larry borum shout out okay. to larry's mom who uh liked to Kev, give you her tweets. Talk about yes you texted us this on christmas this is my first christmas gift this yes <laughs> yeah you larry, larry borum's mom like interacted with a couple of our tweets like what we were saying especially saying why is larry not playing because of all the things we just mentioned he's Graded very highly in this previous games. He's the future of our line. Uh, Jermaine Fetty sucks. So, I mean, we're just speaking truth and we're not, you know, gassing her up because we want to, you know, get clout from talking to about Larry Borum or whatever. But we're just speaking the truth and she, uh, I think she appreciates should, the truth. I think we should reach out to Larry Borum to see if we can get him on our podcast. If he does, I think our I, listeners would love it. I would be, buy, he's it's probably closest we're going to get to an actual bear on our show. I oh, if your mom likes us, come on, that's like half the battle. If and um, show, uh, if and um, offensive linemen are easily the best players of the team. Oh, they're always the best. Yeah, they're usually the smartest and the most laid back. So can like it's can we segue can we segue this can conversation into Thomas Graham in the sense of what the hell is the coaching staff doing? Why wasn't he starting? Uh, I, I I get that. Take, I got nothing, Tim. I take, got, I got take no, the, no clue. Get, take the, okay. So if, I didn't know he if, didn't start. If anyone wants, if, if anyone wants to talk about how he got burned by DK Metcalf, Metcalf. Okay, um, DK Metcalf plays in the NFC West. Let's let's talk about all the corners that he burned last season. Um, so don't want to talk about that guy got burned for a touchdown once, do you know how many times Kendall Vildor has got bur- burned this year? Like, well, why would he start this guy? If he's and then they finally start him in the fourth quarter, and he's lights out, knocking all, knocking down every pass. Like, we only have this guy for a year, um, and he's not – he's a restricted free agent next year. Like, why wouldn't you f- want to get tape on him? And then everyone goes, oh well, we'll get tape on him next year, uh, next week. Okay, next week we're gonna we, we're gonna be playing Mike Glennon, and then the next week after we're gonna get tape on him against the same team that we got tape on him for. Right. Why wouldn't you want to get tape on him against Russell Wilson, who is a top five quarterback when he's healthy? Like I don't get it. I don't. Well, and the get thing it. too that just like it's got to suck for Thomas Graham is just like 
any logical coach in any sport would see, oh man, this person played you as play a the sub, hot hand. You play and the hot yeah, hand. you're gonna play the hot hand. That just proves to Thomas Graham that what do I have to do to get playing time? Clearly nothing. Cause well, so Graham, I, I did read an article about Graham this past week. I guess he did have like a lot of like mental setbacks, you know, like being drafted late, not performing well in preseason at camp, being put on. Well, you know what helps uh, your mental squad? Getting, getting some more reps. Yeah. And then you the... finally get, and then you finally get your shot. Like they did, you know, just cause you know, a bunch of people got hurt in COVID and now it's his time. And then he rose the occasion, you know, he Jackson, played. What eight, would be, what would be the best case scenario for this current bears roster? Wouldn't, like I said, for I'm saying, wouldn't, times, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't this wouldn't, evaluation, wouldn't evaluation this, of talent. Yes. Wouldn't this current bears roster do the best or, or be, wouldn't you be happy about it next year? If currently a couple of things were happening that are happening currently right now is one, Tevin Jenkins comes out and plays actually all right. Two, we actually have offensive linemen who come out who are young and playing good. And then three, um, we have secondary players who come out and Play well. You're just like, helping yourself because then you're not the yeah, covers me. You're not wasting. Isn't that isn't that best case scenario? Besides, like you know, obviously you know Fields and um, Komet and stuff like this. But like, isn't this like when we're talking about low key like things that people aren't thinking about? Isn't this best case scenario that Thomas I, Graham? I, think I said. I think absolutely. Thomas Graham is a superstar. Isn't that best case scenario? I think I said this last week. This is like September call ups. Let's this is best it. case scenario, and 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 then we don't play him, and we we shuffle him in first quarter. Well, I just saw the Bears two two plays look. two plays in the second quarter. What like three plays in the third quarter, and then the entire fourth quarter, and then uh, Kev. I don't know if you uh, Kev. I know actually you were watching fourth quarter. He was lights out. He was oh, lights out. It's so funny, too, because, yeah, he was lights out. Like, I guess maybe you can say he, you're building up his confidence or because he's played in the most crucial part of the game or whatever. But it's so funny that the Bears organization, it just seems like any time there's a backup running back who has, like, a flash in the pan, it's like, we got he's our guy now. Like, we're ditching the, the starter. We're going to put this guy in just – how many times have we seen that with Langford and Howard and all these guys that we've seen? Uh but then you have someone who comes out at a very valuable position for this Bears team, and then you just don't give him any playing time. Not that it, he didn't have to even start the whole game. Like give him fifty percent snaps. What if like he's that. good? Like that's 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 what great. What if he's good? What if he's good? You know, it's funny. So the That'd Bears. Be cool. Guess what? The Bears, Kev, the Bears did, Facebook did, post had a, uh, a shout out to six round draft picks. So they have Dad, Daz Newsom, uh, Khalil Herbert, and. Um, Graham on here and it says something about those six rounders. It's just like, yeah, when you play them if you took away the Vikings game and you watch this game, would you know that Thomas Graham's good or not? I would say yes, because but, but like, would you ofi- officially know off of seven plays that he's good or not? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, he okay. sample size. So I it, Every every one of our listeners rewind uh, 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 until la- uh, last week when we talked about our coaching staff and when I was saying Kev and Jackson are we going to start him and Kevin Jackson said yeah you'd be stupid if you wouldn't start him and 
here's where we're at. And guess why? Um, it's a very, very good thing that the Bears are at five wins right now because if we were at seven or eight wins, Matt Nagy would stay. And that's the best thing why we're at six, uh, five, six wins right now. Uh, that's the best thing because it, it, it's, it, it, can't, it can't go on like this. We have players in the practice squad that might be good and we don't even know because our coaching staff doesn't even know. Our, our coaching staff didn't. Our coaching staff thought that Andy Dalton was going to come in and be better than Nick Foles. And in Nick Foles, in a snow game, he was better than Andy Dalton's ever shown this entire year. So I don't really understand it. And you wasted, money. That, you wasted and the, money on Dalton. Why would you get Andy Dalton when Nick Foles just did what he did? He did everything that Andy they're, Dalton does. They're the same guy. They're the same guy. The it's same just so Nagy has an excuse about like having a new quarterback. There's always like something. He's like, well, maybe if we use him more, I get this guy. There's always that like excuse tied to Nagy with the quarterbacks now. Yeah, and then you draft the quarterback out. that you want. So you bring Supposedly. in three quarterbacks. You bring in three quarterbacks who could be a starters for like low level teams. Like, let's be honest. But everyone's like talking about the narrative, Jackson, that like he didn't want Fields or this or that. Like, I don't get it. I don't. Get I think it. no, they wanted Fields. Come no, on. No, I, I, no, we for, wanted Fields, uh, but like he didn't want it. And uh, I, I and bet, like, I bet you, if Fields, like, if let's say if we Fields was our only option, like he played the entire season, the Bears went in, they needed Fields to start right away and he didn't perform, I guarantee you, you would hear reports of, well, you know, Zach Wilson was actually the guy that Matt wanted, and oh, didn't, I, don't didn't like, get I don't like Zach but Wilson. I, I'm not trying to be this guy. I'm not trying to be this guy And when it comes to it, but there is nothing that, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I loved, I loved the, the fourth quarter comeback and all this. There's nothing talent-wise that Foles did that I think that, like fields can't learn how to do. Absolutely. When it, and it comes to contested catches and stuff, like I just I I don't want to be that guy because I've dealt with thirty years of it. I really think Kev. I really think we found our guy, and I really think we just need to just do one thing, and it's just don't don't fuck him up. Like don't fuck him up. And that's a big ask. Best case scenario is. Because, dude, if I was thinking about this today. If we win, if we win that Steelers game, and if we win that Vikings game on Monday night, Nagy keeps his job. Best case scenario is we lost these games. Let's go ahead and win these two games, and let's fire him, and let's let's go. Yeah, if he wins those two games, we're talking about no, it's going to be it'd yeah. be like a similar situation yes. last year where they he, make like he, the he, yes, last yes, playoff yes. spot and end up losing to Dallas in the we, first round. We ended up in the best case scenario this year, being good enough, um, because it doesn't matter. We don't have a first round pick. We're good enough, but we, we, we get to fire him. Like it's, it we're, we're as long as we get a person who has a pulse next year, who is not an idiot, uh, we'll be fine. Absolutely. I guess before we move on a couple, uh, to the giants game that's coming up on Sunday, um, you know, Quinn gets his sack number 17. So he just needs one more to beat. Uh, Richard Dent. He'll get it. He'll get it. I think so too. I, I think he needs the, a half. I think he needs a half a sack. I mean, he and, and effect, the with, with knowing that if he gets banged up or anything like that, he's gonna play. You know what yeah. I mean? So he'll get. It. Yeah. Good for him. 
Yeah, comeback player of the season. If he doesn't get it, then and um, we have him under contract next year along with Khalil Mack. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that it's that's it, not it, a bad thing to happen. All I'm trying to say is, if hopefully I you was, get the stars aligned, if I was in an opposing offensive line, I would not want to deal with that. I, you take some money off the books with Hicks and and Goldman, and we can get some shit going. I'm just I'm, all I'm saying. If we keep those guys keep a healthy next year, and we get a better secondary, we might have a better de- Bears defense. You think he gets yeah, it against the Giants need, or the Vikings? A, I think you need another linebacker too. I think that we can find one, uh, but it's it's currently not on our roster. So you think he gets yeah. it against the Giants or the Vikings? I just I'm, think gonna, that, I'm gonna go Giants. I'm gonna go Giants. Giants are bad. Giants are bad, and I think Quinn's hot right now. You, I, I, say, you said the Giants are going to beat us? No, 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 I'm saying, will they get Robert a sack Quinn against the sack. Giants? Oh, the, oh, the Giants, yeah. They're, they're, yeah and it's it, crazy. Richard Dent's record is held since, like, 84. Yeah, it's it's going to get broken. What He just he needs one sack to break the record? or He, he needs a tie? half to tie. Okay. And it's crazy. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's done he's this about Max. He's, yeah, he's, he's tied. He's tied. Uh, Richard Dent's 1985 record was 17. Dent had the 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 Bears record and it was 17 and a half in 84. And that's the kind of shit. Think like about that. that. You know, crazy. That, that's the kind of shit like that. And I hope he gets the next game so he doesn't get like the 17 game bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I hope he gets it. It's crazy. I hope he gets the next. Game. Think about how good Richard Dent was under one of the most underrated bear hall of famers. I think we have to have two seasons with 17 sacks back to back. Oh, that's, that's pretty hard to do, man. And how long that's, that stood. That was also with a defense that just straight up said, Hey, you can try, to pass, after. You, yeah. you can try to pass the ball, but it ain't who, who are you going to, who are you going to block? Oh, you yeah. double team, you double team Dent. Cool. You got Hampton. You got McMichael. Yeah. And that's, what's that's, crazy that he's done this with, not the most talented Bears defense, and without Khalil Mack on the opposite side taking, you know, pressure off of him. So yeah, and shout it out sucks. to Robert Quinn. Mack, Mack was having a, a decent year this year before he got hurt. All right, boys. So the Giants game, second to last game of the season. I, I think. I mean, I'm pretty sure we probably all have the same predictions. I would guess. Um, but what do you, just really quickly, what do you think the Bears have to do to win this game? Because Montgomery, he had a he had a decent game uh, against Seattle. He got 28 touches, which was including uh, catches, so 21 rushes, 20, seven catches. Can I get more of that, please? Just give him just the ball. Don't do just, the Eagles, don't do what the Eagles did in the first half of last week and like take your foot off the gas and think that you just already won the game. This is a bad Giants team. Just fucking like. If you find yourself at halftime, like winning like ten to zero, you're doing bad. Like this is a bad Giants team. You should be kicking the shit out of them. Like you should just be running up the score. It should be if we're any halfway decent of a football team, we should beat them by two scores. Yeah, I agree. Like just bully them. This is a team I think that is also looking for the end of the season, but like the Bears have not won a home game. I can't remember the last time the Bears won a home game this year. Like, did we beat that? Did, did we beat Cincinnati at home? Or was that then? Was that at home? Was that at no? That was at home. No, that, that was, was at, at home. That was at home, and then we beat Detroit at home. Okay, yeah. so Detroit. The last It'll, time they won it. The last time they won at home 
I think this is still correct. Last time they won at home, the White Sox won a game more uh, recently than they they did. Yeah, yeah. So I I just it, it should it, it should be a ten point plus stop. Kick their ass. And, just and, be and, sure. yeah, like please, just kick. Yeah, Run the I'm, ball. Here, here's the one thing I want to see. Here's one thing I want to see. I want to see that because the Bears have even in the game against Seattle. They get to the red zone and they still can't score. I know they did ultimately at the most important time of the game, but can we see them utilize those tight ends like they did with Jimmy Graham? That's why I want, that's why I want Fields in the game. Just like let him be a part of the ass kicking. Like let's go. Like you see all those touchdowns from Horstead and James and Graham. Those were all in the red zone, right? It's not like they're they're getting a forty yeah. yard. And if we lose the game, we still know our coach is getting fired. So like exactly. So just yeah, you got you got nothing to lose. Like I, I think just take the lead early and just be physical. Like pick the shit out of them, and then yeah. literally, uh, honestly, the the biggest loss will be if 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 uh, Quinn doesn't beat the record on 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 Sunday. That's going to be it because there's going to be that bullshit of the 17 games and this and that. He needs to get it. And you gotta think, Sean Desai literally blitz. I know you don't, but blitz fifty-eight because then you'll get you'll you'll get Robert Quinn home. So let's go. Well, I I mean, luckily, luckily Daniel Jones. Not I've never you know, never want to wish any uh, injury on anyone, but he's out. So luckily, he's out because he's got some decent wheels oh. on him. We're actually gonna see the return oh. of Draft Man at Soldier Field, Mike Glennon. I this is why I think he'll get it against the Giants because he's their quarterback and he is just. He's a statue. He's an anti-athlete. I don't know how he is. I think I've seen the Lincoln Memorial move faster than Mike Glennon. I mean, it might be the the battle of the slowest quarterbacks if Nick Foles starts. Oh, if it's Nick Foles, (laughs) Nick (laughs) Foles going to be Mike Glennon. Oh my God! How do you even how do you sell that to people? I mean, we we saw Mike Glennon. I mean, the obvious one is the Packers game where we just got destroyed and Mike Glennon was horrible, but. We've seen him play at Soldier Field, so if he pl- if he plays how I know he can play, the Bears should win handedly. I would say I'm gonna guess by they're gonna win by 17 points on Sunday. That's yeah, my prediction. Bears win by Bears, 17. Bears Bears like to play down to their opponent, like Tim says. If you're the Eagles, like the Eagles are like a team that is you fighting. gotta keep the shit out of them. You, you just okay. gotta. Mike, please. like, hey, Mike, you're please. already getting, you're already getting our draft pick. At least kick the shit out of them. Yeah, you know, all you gotta do is stop, stop Saquon, and then he should be good. He's a free agent this year. Sure, he wants his ass out of New York. Oh, I don't, I don't blame him. All right, any other thoughts on the Bears game against Seattle or Bears against the Giants this week? Who'd you guys? I'm assuming you guys both have the Bears beating New York. Yeah, well, do do we pick? Hold on, do we pick the Bears to win this game? I you know? think I think we did. I think we had them winning this game because I think I had them losing to Minnesota the following week. Yeah, because I think I had. Hold on, let me see something. I think that was me, and I think I put them as a no, just because I I think I said something along the lines of this is a game that the Bears should win, but they won't. That actually sounds so. I had I had correct. Seattle beating the bear. I had the Bears beating Seattle, and the Bears won. Tim, you had this pick, and it was this, the Giants beating the Bears. Yeah, that that I, sounds familiar now. now I, I think I said something online. So this is a game we should win, but we won't. 
but this is like on us like having it be like i did say it was gonna be like a saquon revenge game or something like that so yeah a, but like, lot we, shit, a lot of shit has changed so a lot of us were thinking like okay I, I say, that was me thinking of daniel jones that was me thinking whatever and we were also thinking that we were like a seven win team going into this so like this was like well, a we lost this game so now we're out of the playoffs typical yeah bears. well i think you know the part of the season where we thought the bears could make a, a move was like Against the Niners, against the Steelers, and against the Ravens. And we honestly did and should have made a move uh, on all three of those teams. Yeah, we lost. Like, if they win those three games, season completely. But as when when you were kind of stepped up, Jackson, as I was saying with Kev, best case scenario happened because that that is going to be the stretch that gets our coach fired. Because if we won all those games, he wouldn't have been fired. We're back in it. Yeah. Yes, he's, he's yeah, either he's end. getting the argument. So he, Bears should the playoffs. win. Yeah, it's not Bears good. win, and we should win this handily. And if we don't, oh well, it, 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 oh well. But if we don't, I still think that we are the better team. And like, let's go! Like, come on. Yeah, like win at home. Like you have it. Like have some. Do it for the fans. Have some fucking pride, right? The fans are going out there screaming their head off like they always do in cold weather against, you know, teams that they probably shouldn't have any business being close with. They're out there. Just win one for them. Win one for the fans, please. You won that you won last week for Tim. Now just do it for fans as a whole, as a collective. <laughs> I gotta admit, I think it would be great to win this week and next week to knock off the Vikings out of the playoffs. That would be that would make my season. Uh, I feel like if he wins three in a row, Nagy might stick around. No, I think he's done. Uh, I think he's done. I don't know. Usually I have a a feeling about this kind of stuff, and I have no idea, so that makes me nervous that you never know what those wild cards up at Hales Hall are going to do. I mean, they did fire Lovey after a 10-win season. All right, well, if we got nothing else, gentlemen, I actually have some bear news. Do you? Yes, and you know this bear news—it's not as like. So we got a bear alert. We got a bear alert. Bear alert! Bear alert! I can't get on that Tim. That's just like the typical bear news that we've been doing, where it's like bear attacks or bear eats, you know, hot dogs out of a picnic basket or whatever, or anything that's related to actual bears, which we all love because we all know a bear would just dominate a gorilla in a fight. Uh, but there is actually a website called. GorillaVersBear.net. My first thought is it's a video where it, it talks about everything we like to talk about in Gorillas vs. Bears, who would win in a death match. It is, in fact, not that. It's a hipster music blog, and it's just full of artists and songs that I've never heard of. I know, Jackson, you looked at it quickly. You've never heard of. It's just a bunch of weird bands, artists, things like that. Earl Sweatshirt's on there, so I know him, but other than that, nobody. So, oh man, (laughs) so I'm on their about or their info page. Uh, So Bear vs. Gorilla is a Texas-based music blog, once called the New Yorker of hipster blogs. We blog about relevant artists all day with no particular genre-specific focus. Newsweek and Playboy both think we're influential in... uh, Quotations in 2008, Gorilla vs. Bear was recognized by Rolling Stone as one of the website's best music blogs in publications with the annual Best of Rock issue. Bear vs. Gorilla was also voted the blog of the year 
uh, by URB Magazine Annual Readers Poll, beating out such luminaries as Kanye West at, 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 and the Huffington Post. Uh, in 2009, Bear vs. Gorilla was one of the 25 best music websites by the Independent UK. So this is legit. They got like 70,000 followers on Twitter. I th- it seems like when you go on the website, it just kind of seems like a little homemade blog. But hey, they're legit. But they the reason I put this on, on here as our bear news is they put out their 2021 songs and albums of the year for 2021. So, and I just wanted to know, just to mix it up a little bit, do you guys or does Team Bear have any songs or albums of their 2021? I know Spotify Wrapped is popular and all that. So what is some what is either an album or a song or both, I guess, if you got one that you just could not stop listening to that is your album or song of the year for 2021? That's I can't easy. think of I can't think of any right now. That's easy for me. It's Donda. I figure I figure that Donda, the Kanye album, Jackson. If you're if you're not hip with it, if you're not down I, in the streets. Uh, okay, I, I'm reading some of these people. I've heard some of these people. Okay, I haven't heard any of them. My, I mean, they're, I, so they're so they're 50 artists. They have like Lana Del Rey on there. They have Tyler the Creator. Uh, was awesome. uh, he was ranked uh, 29 and the album was Call Me If You Get Lost. That was a good album. I liked, okay, maybe uh, I didn't, I liked maybe I didn't look at all the artists thoroughly. Number one. Uh, this is pretty interesting. Okay. For, I, can, so my, I, can. I have an album of the year and if, I know every year in our friend group we always post our like Spotify wrapped. I know this one. So uh but it's funny because my two songs were both like lullaby songs or music that I would just rock my son to when he was in a fussy stage, not falling asleep. So that was my number one and two songs. But my album of the year songs, I really kind of didn't really have one, but it's uh, the Blue Melodic by Baby Keem. That album is so good. Songs like Trademark USA, which is my favorite song on the album. Uh Family Ties, Scars, Do-Rag Activity, Vent. There's just so many songs on there. I think I have almost every song just favorited on there. It just, that's my, my album of the year, Baby Keem. I know, I know Tim likes that one. Uh, dude, that's a good album. Jackson, you got any, any album song of the year or something that you couldn't just... I can't think of anything right now. I'm usually big, though. like, I know, I know, and I, I'll, I'll go on, like, weird binges of people too yeah i'm gonna start looking these up these are pretty cool shout out to shout out to delta cream by the back black keys that was a good one um that 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 that's how the creator album was pretty pretty tight king's land album was good i i i mean this was a weird year because everyone just came out hidden at the end of last year so you got nothing else to do yeah Just drop some music yeah i'm i'm reading some of these artists i have no idea who the hell they are yeah it was, was it like crab factory or something like that that you mentioned earlier do we know who dos is nope okay no clue i'm sure uh, they'll be popular in like three years so we can say we, we know like, erica decasher no no Okay. I have very, uh, I don't ha- my, uh, I don't have a very underground sense of music. I like very 
popular music. So definitely. Yeah, there's like the some underground bands I like, but like no idea. Like and all these pictures, man, they just look like straight hippies on this. I know. I was just like Gorilla vs. Bear, not not what I was expecting to be like a hipster music blog, but just figured I, get a I get a little s- break from the, the bear tax and all those sorts of news stories and just give her a little thought on some music. I definitely think hipster rock bands, rap bands, whatever, they all kind of look the same, right? They look like they just walked into like a, like a goodwill and just walked out. And it's like their haircuts, not anything kept up. It's just raggedy. Just, or like they have like, I've seen this a lot with like younger kids, like between like 20 to like 25, like a bowl cut almost. And yeah, like, we're, we're just a, a couple old squares. They're yeah, short like, I, have hair a, I have a part. Crew cuts. Yeah, just. I, hey, is, I know you were just looking at the website. Was the uh, bear, the Japanese bear defense song on there that we mentioned a couple episodes ago about what to do when a bear attacks you? Was that song <laughs> on the top? top 50 it was songs? not. I'm going to I'm going to tweet at him. Be like, you guys suck. There is a shop on here. Yeah, all these guys look the same. And all the girls look the same. Just a bunch of... They look dirty. They just... <laughs> they, like, I could smell them from here. And it's not good. I also just hate hipsters, too. Uh, okay, so their their logo is a basketball. And it says Gorilla vs. Bear. Their t-shirt's actually pretty cool. Uh, how come it's not Bear vs. Gorilla? You That's know, how I, I would do it. I think but. we know which way they lean. Wow. Makes sense. That's a, that's a, that's a call out. If you call them gorilla supporters. Here's the thing. I don't want to tweet at them because like hipsters on Twitter, they can, they'll get on you, man. They'll get on you. That's right. We'll get Larry Borum's mom to clap back at him. I will say this. If we get Larry, I was trying to say this earlier. If we get Larry Borum to show up, on our podcast, I will wear or I will buy a t-shirt jersey of Larry Borum. My just a t-shirt jersey. That's pretty. Yeah. That's like know, mild support. A, that's. I might uh, get a t- I might get a jersey then. Fine. Yeah. yeah, I think you need to make it a little bit bigger yeah. than that. I mean, the jersey. You can just say this is gonna all be all on a jersey. <laughs> no, because that's, here's the thing. As like, uh, I, I, hey, thanks for coming on the show, but uh, you know, I like I only like you enough to spend. You know, what about like a hoodie? What, like, what about your... like the what about like the custom no, no. hoodie jerseys that you see now? If if he if he comes on our show and we get him to interview, I'm telling him that I'm getting a fat head. I'm getting <laughs> his his away his home and alternate jersey. I'm gonna practice his uh his step backs his blocking patterns. Would you get a jersey? If, if would you get a jersey if he uh he showed up on our show? Absolutely. I, think I, I like would hundred percent get the jersey. Should we should we each one get like a different one? Yes. We, like, I get, get I get the to, blue, Tim gets the orange, you get the white or something. If, if we get Larry Borum to come on our show, we will absolutely do that. I don't care. I, I, it's not a question. I will absolutely get it. I don't care what color what we decide on, if we do all three or different, that's happening. Okay. Because that's gonna be one of the coolest bear experiences of all time if we get to interview a Bears player, so Yes. All right. So let's wrap up the show with some power rankings. But we're instead of power rankings, we did a Christmas theme last year or last uh, episode. Seems not like last a year, year ago. Seems like a year ago. Absolutely. 
So we're, we're not even going to rank anything. We're just doing one thing, and it's going to be what is our New Year's resolution for Bears fans? It could be or for your use yourself as a Bears fan. So I'm going to go first, just kind of set the expectation for you guys, although I think we're all on the same page here, is my New Year's resolution is to not get overly hyped about anybody that we draft in 2022. It could be a second-round player. It could be a seventh-round player. I am not going to get my hopes up. If, even if you know reports come out and say, man, this was the steal of the draft. This guy is a plus athlete. He could be all pro. I'm just going to say I'm going to wait and see until I see him on the field with my own two peepers, and then I will make my judgment on there because I have had plenty of times Adam Shaheen – Numerous other players that I get overly hyped for, and it just doesn't work out. Mitch Trubisky. So I'm just going to ease into 2022 in the draft and just say, all right, these are our guys. Let's wait and see. Let's see them in the preseason. Let's see them on the field. Oh, I like it. So that's my New Year's resolution. Just temper my expectations on who we draft in 2022. I'll go with you, Kev. My New Year's resolution is to put more stock and care more about the games and or quarters and or minutes that Jackson can't watch. I like it. As you know, Jackson left that's, the bar. Um, that's like the first time that's back, ever happened to me. Came, came back. I think it's going to start a revelation. I think it's going to start a revolution. If I know Jackson can't watch a game, I'm betting a lot of money on it. Um, and Or I'm putting a lot of stock on it. I think that Jackson is just he, he, there's something about this. Yes, that's legit. Yes. Legit. You know, this, is, this is actually going to go against yeah. my New Year's resolution. <laughs> well, and, and you know, you know that I'm one of the most superstitious or, ah. or type fan there is. If you're losing, you better, I believe, I, you better believe I'm texting Jackson. Like, leave the bar. Leave. Go. Get oh, yeah. Fine. You know, see, my mom is that way. She's the jinx of the family. Like, walks in, you know. Pitcher gives up a home run. She one time ruined Jake Arietta's perfect game against the Pirates one year. Um, I've never experienced it before. So it was like well, the first you might be time. The guy. You Do might it, did it. it for me. Do I did it. It was the fourth down play where Foles clearly can run and go get it. And he's like waddling and just well, throws. Yeah. So you're going to call right up now. DC Public right Works, have so him cut go the ahead with your the there, Jackson, because that's my. That's well, mine, it, it's got to start early too. it. It starts actually next week. Cause if <laughs> quarter, you're done, you're cut off. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Take it away, Jack. Uh, mine is actually to go to a, a game next year. I haven't been to a game since 2018. Wow. Um, I mean, 2019 didn't have the opportunity to go. I, I was living in another state 2020, obviously. And then, um, to go back would be great in 2022. Uh, my girlfriend, she wants to go to a game. So I think, you know, taking her there, like, poor, I, poor girl. I, yeah, she's becoming, <laughs> I'm glad she's learning the hard way. I'm glad Floor is learning the hard way. Like, it'd be easy to, like, root for them if they were good. You know, I, I'm glad she's experiencing, like, 80% of being a Bears fan is just, like, struggling to, like, contain your anger. Um, that was going to be my second one, controlling my anger while watching a game. But 
that's not going to happen. That that's essentially like doing. That's yeah. the um, that's, 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 that's the I'm going to the gym every day wow. starting January first. You, well yeah. you might as well be a monk living on that goddamn mountain. Yeah. yeah. Are you not going to drink beer while you're uh, watching Bears games too? Yeah. Yeah. While you're saying, oh fiddlesticks! I wish we would have completed that third down. <laughs> oh darn it! <laughs> like we stink again. Yeah, I I don't think I have the temperament as you guys know to not do that. No, I, just, <laughs> I do miss that, going to Soldier Field. Um, is even though I am a four going to Arlington Heights, I would like to go there a couple more times before they leave. So, and I know they do play the Washington football team this year, but I believe it is at Soldier Field. I was hoping it would be here, but looking at the schedule, it looks like it'll be in Chicago. Because I'm like, man, I might just double up and go to two games this year, uh, next year, if they're going to be in Washington, because you can get Washington tickets pretty easy. Well, yeah, I, I remember um, we were planning on going to D.C. a couple years ago, just like on a whim. And Kate was like, oh, hey, there are tickets. The Redskins were at the Redskins at the time. They were playing whoever. Like we can get these really cheap seats for, I don't know how much it was. It's and like they 40 were, bucks. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that'd be so awesome. Just go see a game. And the tickets that were available were behind a pillar. So that the picture. Sounds about right. That yeah, you could see. Of like this, yep. So I was like, ah, uh, no, we didn't end up going to DC. We changed our plans, but yeah. So FedEx field heard is a, a shithole. So didn't get to see it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the one thing why I don't want to go there too. But yeah, go to a game again. You know, my girlfriend has never been to the city of Chicago, so um, I think she would enjoy it. She can see all the degenerate bear fans. You know, make a long weekend of it. There you go. Well, if you guys don't have anything else about bears or whatever, anything, um, I think that's we should wrap up the show. You guys got anything else to add? No. Bear down. Bear down. Well, thank you for listening to the Team Bear Sports Podcast. You can Thank you, podcast. Larry Borum's mom. Yes, thank you, Larry Borum's mom. We'll hopefully get to interact with you more on Twitter. You can uh, follow our Twitter at, at Team Bear Podcast on Twitter. Our podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those great platforms. Uh, we'll see you next week with hopefully another Bears victory against the Giants. Bear down. Go, boys. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears!